0: Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to the Moms Off The Clock podcast. I'm your host and fellow mama friend, Deirdre Branick. This podcast is dedicated to the moms who need a break to just talk, laugh, Feel encouraged and to examine what we are collectively facing as mothers, society standards, and exhaustion. You are not alone. It is a pleasure having you all join me in my conversation about motherhood. Welcome to the new moms and welcome back to the moms who've been rocking with me since the earlier episodes. I'm so glad you all are here but let's go ahead and get started because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long. So before we get into this episode and topic, I first want to tell you all to please connect with me on my social media. My IG is at T-H-E-M-O-T-C-C-L-U-B. So the Moms Off the Clock Club, right? It's just an acronym. And then um, my Facebook is the Moms Off the Clock Club. One, One big word, not one big word, but Break it up, you know, (laughs) and if there are any topics you like me to talk about, or even if you like to give feedback, support, donate, or you would like your establishment or business to sponsor Moms Off the Clock, please connect with me. Everything will be in the show notes, so please connect with us down below in the show notes really would like to meet with you all. I love meeting new moms. I love connecting with mompreneurs. So please talk to me, connect with me on my Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever you need to do to get in touch with me. Please do it. Okay. And please remember to write a review on Apple Podcasts or rate the show there or on Spotify. And if you leave a review, I will shout you out on this announcement portion of the episode. Okay. So let's get into it. Now that I read everything, I really just want to say hi. Hi, everyone. I have missed you. I missed you, mamas. I didn't want to write too much. I wanted this to just flow today. You know, it's it's been a doozy. I don't know what to say. It's been rough, you all. And uh, I can't wait to talk about this episode. I don't have an affirmation, but if I did have an affirmation, I guess this is the affirmation. It would be that you're stronger than you know. That you're stronger than you know, okay? So if you're listening, you know what to do. Clock out and grab your wine, your juice, water for the fitness moms, or coffee for the go-to moms. And we're gonna talk a little bit about my life update, all right, and kind of pairing it with motherhood. You know, I have to tie motherhood into it because that is my life. And you all listening, that is a part of your life as well, right? And so I wanna give you, Just some thoughts and I hope that it encourages you if you're going through your own hardship or obstacle maybe you can relate this to it because some of the gems or something I would say probably will relate to it and just feel free to allow your spirit to just absorb all these good things right um so how I'm going to start this you know let's get started how I'm going to start this is is rough I don't know if I'm going to cry during this episode I don't know if I'm going to not cry if I don't cry Please don't take that as I'm not mourning. I hate when people say things like you're so strong. You know, you all don't know what's behind the scenes. Y'all don't know. You just don't. Um, but I do feel strong. I will say that because of the prayers and because of just amazing people and, and all those wonderful things, you know. And I thank God for that because I just feel stronger in this element of my life right now, in this chapter of my life. And I'll get into that, but just starting. Um, some of you may not know if you don't follow me. My mom had my mom passed away around Mother's Day. Um, it was a silent battle. It was a very silent battle because while many others were telling me, you know, she's gonna, she's gonna get through. I'm praying for her. Behind the scenes, I was making peace that she was not, and that was very hard because I was expecting. Her or I was wanting her to pull through. I was I was wanting her to make this miraculous breakthrough and miracle happen, but I started shifting my prayers to asking God to give me peace to accept things I can't control. And I'm not new to this grieving process because I lost my father in 2017 on Christmas Day. And I know if some of you all are like, oh, my God, like, how are you so strong? Like, listen, like, we all have to go through this one day, right? We all have to go through this one day. And so if someone's watching this, you guys so afraid, what will happen if I lose my parents? What will happen? You know, and I just want to let you know, like I said in the beginning, you're stronger than you know. But God will transition them and take them to be with him, with him. When he knows that you are settled and ready. And sometimes it's it's often that people will tell me, well, I wasn't ready. You know, I was young when I lost my, my family member or my father. But God still brings people in your life to help you get through these rough paths of your life. And through these bumps and through these obstacles of your life, he still has you in his hands. And that's how I feel so strong, to be very honest with you. Because... In the beginning of January of 2023, I asked God for peace. I was like, I don't want to go through this, this year or the rest of my life feeling like, what am I doing? Like, what's going on? Why well, I, don't, I don't want to feel like I'm just running around like a chicken with his head cut off or I don't want to feel like I'm so anxious about things. And I've been asking God for peace since the beginning. I'm talking about January 1st of 2023, okay? I've been asking God for that. And literally, you all know, you, you've you been tuning into the podcast, you all know what has been happening. It literally was an obstacle from the beginning with my job and everything that was in between. And then he started working things in my favor with the podcast, with the Moms Off the Clock platform. And I was just like, what is happening, right? And then I'm cruising, thinking everything is good. And then I met with the most difficult obstacle of my life which is losing my mother and you know sometimes I said that like listen if I cry on this just hand me a virtual tissue and just keep flowing with me okay because it's hard talking about this but I want to talk about this because I feel like someone needs to hear this because maybe you're getting you're afraid of your you know losing your family member or your your parent or something like that and I'm here to t- just encourage you all that God is still with you. Even if that happens, even if it happened, he's still with you, right? And uh, I don't hate him. I, I have questions, but I don't hate him because I need him, right? And that's how I've I've been walking with this. And people will text me and be like, oh, you know, I'm so sad." It's like the pity, you know? And it's like, don't have pity for me because God, God is literally walking with me so heavy, and I can feel it even as I'm talking right now, you know, my parents prayed for me since day one, and their prayers will stick with me for the eternity of my life, right, the remainder of my life, my mom's prayers will carry me, and some of you all, to the mothers watching this right now, pray for your children right now, even if they're babies, newborns, 12, 14, 18, whatever, those prayers, will align in their life and God will have his way in their life and he will make their life so beautiful and so precious and guide them and protect them those prayers that you pray as a mother don't think that it just stops you know once you have the baby you stop praying No, keep praying because those prayers will see them through to the end you know? And I feel my mother's prayers to this day. I feel my father's prayers and how they would just speak life into me about my dreams and about my aspirations. And they gave me a voice and they helped me know my purpose and they poured into me. And I am so honored to have had them and have them as my, my parents, the people who birthed, well, the woman who birthed me and my father who you know created me with my mother like it's their dna lives in me and it's it's no turning away from that you know it's no running away from that and i take so much pride and love and compassion in knowing that they were my overseers right you know the ones who guided me through life and so don't take pity for me please don't take pity for me thank you for the prayers you know, for the strength and the endurance to get through this, but don't take pity in me because I know where my parents are. I know that they knew the Lord. I know that they are such amazing beings and they left such a legacy on this earth of being so selfless. And, you know, just, I pray, I pray that I can amount to who they were, you know, <laughs> I just, I pray for that, and, um, I'm sorry, y'all, it gets me, (laughs) but I wanted this to be raw and, and, and truthful, and I didn't want to write too much of a script for this because I wanted to just, to just flow, you know, but, um, my mother was a beautiful woman, (laughs) And my mother had me when she was 42, so I knew that my mother was going to be older in age when I was just coming into my marriage and having a child one day. But I thank God that at least one of my parents got to see my baby and be a grandparent and see me be pregnant and take care of me. Because I surely did love when my mom took care of me when I was pregnant. And I thank God for that because... You know that's one of those prayers you pray when your parents are older, right That's one of your prayers you pray for your children now that you you can see them grow up, you can see them have grandchildren and I just thank God for that. It's not a time of sorrow for me it 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 hurts you know because I can't talk to the one person I would wanna ask how do you get through this they're not she's not here, you know my dad's not here. And so I've really been relying on God, and He has just been such an amazing God, and and just guiding me. I I can't explain it, but you guys could probably feel it through this. You guys, you guys have seen me. You guys know. And um, I just also want to just say thank you to my husband. Like I mean, I don't know what he was going through because he was he was very close to my mother too. My mother loved him, and I just. Thank God for him helping me every single day. I mean, literally getting up and going with me to that hospital. It was hard for him. That was his first time experiencing um, grief. You know, well, he experienced it before with his grandmother, but it was like the first time as a mother-in-law, as a parent, you know, that he leaned on as a parent too. And it was hard for him to see this, you know, up close and personal. This wasn't my first time seeing it. So I was a little more mm, prepared should I say, you know? And so I just thank him for just saying, you know, whatever you need, I'm here. And I thank my in-laws because they were just, we'll watch Layla, we'll do this, you know? And I just thank God for that because imagine being, being on mommy time and dealing with losing your mother at the same time. I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be a mommy and then I need my mommy, you know? It was just, so much and I just I just thank them so much more than they know for just being there and and not making me feel like I had to be on mommy mode they were like do you need to step away do you need and I just thank them and I pray that God bless them so much for that and um and they showed me you know being an only child and losing both of my parents I was like God you know how is this going to look for me? Because I don't have any more family. Like that's blood related to me. And God was like, yeah, I'm going to disrupt all of that because my friends, Kendra, uh, Bindu, all of them and Cortina and Jazz and Michelle and just all of my amazing friends, you know, who have just been walking with me. I I thank God for them because they are not my blood sisters, but they are my sisters in Christ and and, and in just spirit and, and just, I love them. And um, and I thank God for just dismantling that mindset that I would be alone because my in-laws just, I mean, embraced me to the point where it was like, thank you. I needed that, right? And then my friends and then my husband and then, you know, my past, my mom's pastors, my aunts and my uncles who came and rallied around me and still to this day rally around me. They still text me. They still call me um and just to check on me and my mom's friends, my Aunt Drew, my godmothers, all of them. Like I just thank God for that. And God was like, "Yeah, you have this mindset to think that you will be alone or that you can't you know, make it when your parents pass, but I will be there with you and I'll send in a village of people to support you as well." So I thank God so much for that. And um I needed that, you know. And so that's where that's where I've been. I'm not I'm not there yet to tell you all the story and honestly I don't want to tell you all the story because that's personal you know of what has happened to my mother but she had a she had a heart attack I will say that and and it just kind of you know was more to that but you know still processing it day by day and um just realizing that God is in control and he is still guiding me and this has been the most confusing <laughs> I don't know how to say. most confusing but yet the most empowering year so far and we're only six months into this year it's so crazy but I just feel like God is like don't give up on yourself don't give up on your purpose don't give up on your dream you're stepping into greatness you know you're man- like you're maneuvering this new life you're you're choosing to take care of yourself you're choosing to still trust in me and for that and for honoring God and for my obedience I just feel like God is like I'm about to blow your mind and I don't know and I'm not saying. I'm just telling you what he's given me. Like, he's just like, walk with me and I will always guide you and provide for you and give you all the things that you need. And I, man, I have felt that. I have felt that there are moments that I grieve, but then there's, there are moments that I'm just like, God, thank you for keeping me, you know? Thank you. Thank you so much. And God has just taught me. That even when situations like this arise and I start thinking about well, one day I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave Layla and one day I'm not gonna see her, you know, see everything that she does and all this. And God was like, focus on the right now and live. Live. We are on borrowed time. Live your life to the fullest. My parents fulfilled every purpose that they were given. They fulfilled their time on this earth, and it's my turn now. And some of you all that may be watching, you may feel like Life will stop when your parents go away or when, you know, when they transition or you might feel like, I don't know how I'm going to, you live on purpose to honor them, live on purpose to honor them, live on purpose to leave a legacy for the next generation. My mom touched hundreds of people, hundreds of people, and I'm going to touch thousands. And then my child is going to touch hundreds of thousands. I want that for my family. I want that for the generation. And God was like. During this time of grief, speak life into your family. Speak life into yourself. And I plan to do just that. I plan to do just that. Like, you all don't understand. I don't know. I'm going to tell you, like, I'm just going to give it to you how I've been feeling. it. I've had this vision when my mom passed that I I just was changing coats. Almost like a white coat ceremony. You know, you put on the white coat as a doctor. I was changing coats and it was like God was just telling me, You are now the matriarch of your family in the generations to come. Leave a legacy for them. And I tell that to you, whatever you're doing, whatever decisions you're making, that's going to affect the next three generations. And then your your child is going to affect the next three generations. What are you leaving? I want to, I mean, I want to leave marks for my family to know like, oh, we can't, it's high standards always. It's believing in yourself always. It's being assertive and not people-pleasing always, you know? That's the mark I want to leave. Taking care of yourself mentally, spiritually, being selfless to serve, that's what I want. I want my child to know how to give to a charity, you know? I want her to be kind. Those are the things. I don't want her to be a... One day she's going to be a millionaire because of all the things in place that will take her there, right? But overall... I just want her to be a kind person, a sweet person, a selfless person. My mom did that for me. That's how I do it for you all. You know, my father did that. that's how I did. It. I mean to have both of them as parents, man, I mean, my parents weren't perfect. Don't get me wrong, they were not perfect. But they had, I mean, they showed me so much of how to give and how to serve and how to pray and how to love and how to find your own happiness and how to have your own voice. My, my parents never stunted my voice. And that is why I am, I am who I am today. They didn't, they never told me, they, they would tell me sometimes, you know, like, hey, that's a little too grown. But they would never say, you don't get a say so in this. It's like, let's talk. How do you feel? Do, you know, what, what, what things can I do better? They allowed me a voice. Do the same thing for your children. Do the same thing for your children. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it is an honor. Isn't it? It is an honor to have them as parents. And my parents were not perfect, but it is an honor to have them as parents because they instilled so much in me. Same thing for you. Make sure that you, when you're, when you get older, And your children get older as well. And they start to really see who you are as a parent. Make sure that when they realize who you are as a person, right, and who you are as a parent, it's a good look for you. You know, make sure that when they say, when they start putting things together and their frontal lobes start connecting and they could piece things together, they won't say, hey, my mom wasn't that the best. You know, she didn't really help me. You know she wasn't really a giver she she wasn't very she didn't add to my happiness and don't get me wrong we'll- me, We'll make mistakes as moms and as parents, but when they connect the dots and they see you and they see your life, you want them to say, "I had a good mama, but not even just a good mama. I had a good human raising me and giving to this world, and because of them, I do what I do and so I think. Dorothy Jean Poe, and I thank Raymond Theodore Burton Jr. for just being my parents, and I love them, and I love y'all. I love y'all so much, so thank you, and um, <laughs> um, a few things I wanted to say about navigating loss and grief as a mom, okay, as a mom, it has been very difficult because when I grieved the loss of my father, I was able to have that that time away, you know, but now as a mom, you can't just tuck away and and cry and and lay in the bed all day. You have a job. And as a wife, I have a job. You can't just do those things, right? So a few things, I wrote down three things about navigating loss and grief as a mom that I have helped I mean, that has helped me and I feel like it's insightful to you all. One is having a time and a place to cry. I literally, I literally step away to, to cry. If I feel it, I step away. I cry during her nap time. If I need to cry, I cry during the nap time. Um, I cry. Uh, oh, at night, at night I cry. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to figure out when I cry. No, but seriously, when I put her to bed because I want uninterrupted time to just have the grief and the time and and just to let it out when I need to, right? I need that time. And you need that time. So find spaces that you can maneuver and and you know and insert into your schedule so you can grieve the way you need to because you can't say, "Oh, I I don't have time to do that because I'm just a mom." Was, no, use the time that you have that downtime, really reflect, let it out in the shower, in the in the the tub, you know, whatever you need to do, scream into a pillow, whatever you need to do, let it out. Okay? Just just have set times, okay? Second, grief counseling. OK, I needed this for when I lost my father and I wasn't just going to allow uh, time to just slip by. And then I'm like, OK, maybe I'll now I'll get grief counseling. No, get grief counseling now. Or if you don't do grief counseling, go to a therapist that you trust and that specializes in grief um, and just t- talk through those emotions and then figure out some coping mechanisms to help you through that. Okay. I'm still working through the grief counseling because it's kinda hard finding someone who, you know, takes like a tricare. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to, you know, find that. But the I think because I'm understanding of what happened, you know, more than when I when I did when I first lost my father, you know, right. So because of that, I I'm allotted a little bit more time, you know, to just process more and then I'm gonna see grief grief counseling. So I am looking. Okay, and please, if you need it, get it as well, because there's a lot of unhealed things. If you don't talk that through, okay, that one might pour over into your relationships, your marriage. As you mother, you want to get that right, okay. You don't want to you don't want to hold too much inside because it'll eat at you physically and mentally, and also spiritually, because you might start taking out that anger on God, when death is not the end. It's not, and if you're, you if you know God and your people know God, you know that they are in in the safest hands. Okay, so just wanted to say that. Okay, um, and my last thing, but the most important thing, is prayer. I can't live without God. I need Him, and I need prayer. My talks to Him, only He knows. And he'll talk back to you if you listen and if you're open. It's not always through the sound, this, you know, people are like, I just don't hear him. Sometimes he talks through people. I went, I took took uh, my baby to uh, the children's museum. Literally someone bumped into me um, and she, I ended up asking her, could she take a picture of my baby and I? And literally, she just started talking to me. She's a PK, a preacher's kid. And I said, you know, I don't think this is a coincidence. She said, oh, it's never a coincidence. It's it's never a coincidence. And that was God's way of just telling me, "I'm, I'm still going to be with you. And if you don't hear me as clearly as you wanted me to, I'll send a messenger, right? I'll send a moment. I'll send a memory. I'll send someone to tell you. I'll send a a visual I'll send something that has words with it that you can see it that empowers you something there and God is looking out so prayer helps me more than anything because that's my silent just talks to him and and, and that's un- uninterrupted too so I schedule that in with my time to cry I'm not laughing because but I'm I'm just being honest you know um so yeah I just I just want to say thank y'all so much for every dm every virtual hug that you all have sent me with words, right? Every call, every text. I just want to say thank you. And thank you for working with me. Thank you for allowing me to be back on this platform to talk with you all. I look forward to just doing some crazy, amazing things to come because I'm not giving up on life and we just, we're just getting started, you know, but pray my strength as I continue to, serve you all and as I continue to do my best as a mother okay that was my Friday sleep (laughs) um notification but just just thank you all so much and I love you God loves you and just go out and continue to be the amazing mom that you are and you know as you get ready to clock back in mama know that it's not about being perfect it's about being progressive Okay. Until next time, mamas, see you soon. And I'm not going to check on my baby because she's sleeping right now. It's nighttime. Okay. It's late, (laughs) but thank y'all so much. And I love y'all. All right.